This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. You're listening to episode 45. Whoa, how did Christmas come upon us so fast? Of the In-Between Podcast, where you will hear simple solutions for a living in extraordinary life. My name is Christina M. And it's Daniel here over on the other side. All right. So it's Christmas now? It is. Happy Thanksgiving for you Americans who just celebrated it. Right. Christmas is quickly approaching, which means a lot of us have different family traditions Mm -hmm. around Christmas. So on this episode, we want to talk about unconventional Christmas traditions. Hopefully give you some new ideas that you can try this month for Christmas. Right. So we feel like as the kids have gotten a little bit older and we've done many different things, that there is always this constant struggle or or this constant tension between enjoying the Christmas season, but also remembering the reason for the season. So, you know, Jesus's birthday. So through different ways of trying things that we've come to terms about doing both. Yeah. So on today's episode, we're going to be giving you probably about four ideas that you can try this month. Very practical. Hopefully you can take at least one of them Mm -hmm. uh, that you can try it out on top of one of your Christmas traditions or maybe replace it with one of them. Okay. So let's get right into it. Number one, December 1st boxes. So is this the Christmas shoebox thing? The Operation Christmas no, style thing? No, this is okay. not. Because okay. if you're listening to this right now, you've already missed the cutoff. <laughs> so Sorry. you can plan to do that next year. No, But, but this that is, is fun to do. Yes, exactly. But this is different. This is what we do in our family is that we wrap up presents. We set up a Christmas tree before December 1st. And then we wrap some presents to put under the Christmas tree. And December 1st, after dinner, they get to go and open them. So there's some really like practical things that we do, like for example, like cozy socks or Mm. um, fleece lined leggings or like Christmas related clothing where I feel like if they got that on December 25th or like Christmas, it's almost too late. Like here in Nashville, winter kind of ends in end of January. So it's like you have one month to wear your fleece lined leggings before Mm. it's just too warm. So that way we kind of get that stuff and they can enjoy it. And also we always travel for Christmas. So it's like, this is the kind of stuff they actually need while they're traveling. Cause we always go to colder climates. So it's just really a practical way to celebrate and to kind of get them excited. But also we wrap the stuff that we usually do uh, every year and they get it over and over again. And that's to help them celebrate Jesus's birthday. Yeah. So the cool thing about these boxes are that it uh, fun way just to Open presents. I mean, who doesn't like open pres- opening presents mm-hmm. <laughs> and doing a little bit of celebration together as a family? So one of the ones is we have our nativity scene. It's it's one of those Fisher Price little people's ones that we've had for years. Yes. And obviously, when the kids open it up, they know that it's not brand new, mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus, it's an old ready shoebox anyway. Right. <laughs> but the the neat thing is, it's been gone all year. And to unwrap it and then find, okay, where do we want to put it together? And mm-hmm. and when we put it up and put all the characters in place, uh, we'll actually read the Christmas story as well and read the birth of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And they can set it up in that way and kind of play along with it. So, and you have a fun family tradition that's just happened over the years as you've been silly with it. What's that, Daniel? Yeah. Well, what's that elf thing that people do? Elf on the shelf? Yeah. elf. On, that's the thing where people just move the elf around, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. So kind 
kind of like that. We don't have an elf on the shelf, mm-hmm. but I'm move... not organized enough to do it. <laughs> no. Let's be honest. <laughs> so, but what I do instead is I'll put baby Jesus. I'll kind of hide baby Jesus in the nativity scene or I'll put them in wrong places. So yeah, like and- I'll put them on the star where the angel's supposed to be, <laughs> or I'll put the cow in the manger and I'll just kind of play around and I won't say anything. I'll usually do it when they're sleeping and, and usually they wake up or sometime during the day they'll find it and be like, Hey, who did this? Yeah, you don't belong there, baby yeah. Jesus. So, and last year um, we incorporated Ann Voskamp's, it's called the wonder of the greatest gift. So it's actually a beautiful pop-up advent calendar tree. Mm. Um, we'll do an Insta story probably on December second because we'll let the kids open it and then we'll show give like a tour of it so uh keep track of that we are in between show on instagram so it comes with a daily ornament that matches the daily story that tells about the story basically from creation to bethlehem and it was beautiful do you remember the kids like literally when they opened it they went oh yeah it's yeah, it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's not one of those books that you can get on Kindle. <laughs> no, no. <you laughs> because need the it literally, copy. yeah. I mean, when you think pop up books, usually you think multiple pages and little things pop up. Right. No, this is just one pop up. And it's a big tree that right. pops up from yeah. the book. And basically there's all the different boxes, kind of like an advent calendar mm-hmm. that you open up and, and you read. There's a little book that comes along with right. it that you can read too. So it's just a really fun experience a really fun tangible experience mm-hmm. to get our hearts ready for christmas right and all of these will be linked in our show notes so you can go to inbetween.org slash episode 45 to get those links to see them yeah another one of the boxes that we do is a fun family game that we can all play together mm-hmm. what did we get this year daniel Ooh, i'm so excited about this <laughs> monopoly Well, we did the junior version. Right, because our oldest is nine and our youngest is four. And so there's a few games where we really try to cater to all of us. And so, yeah, Monopoly Junior is definitely one of them. And um, Target has crazy sales sometimes. So we got this one. They had a board game and puzzles for 50% off. Yeah. This was for Black Friday, but they probably will do it once or twice again before Christmas. So keep an eye on that. So what, Monopoly Junior was like six bucks, Daniel? Yeah, it was insane. Now, Monopoly for Monopoly Junior, it wasn't Monopoly for Millennials. Oh. You hear about this? No, I didn't. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, so it's brand new. It's just, it just came out this year for Black Friday. And I think you can't even really find it on the Hasbro website. And I think there was just big media debacle. Like, how can you guys create this? This is making fun of millennials. Oh, and, and they okay. came out saying it was a joke. Like, this is so on the... Oh, on so the, it's not for sale? No, it is. Oh, okay. And it's, it basically a ton of people bought it out. Oh, so if you go on eBay, it's like 50 to 100 bucks now. Of course. Because people are just trying to, to game like millennial that. thing oh, to do. Oh, totally. So, you know, it's kind of like the Tickle Me Elmo thing, yeah. right? But here's the thing. On the box, it's basically the Monopoly guy doing a selfie. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> he has an earphone in. He's wearing a, a participation medal. <laughs> And then the tagline is forget real estate. You can't afford it anyway. Oh, my goodness. And he's holding a Starbucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is hilarious. I need to see that. Yeah, I yeah. know. If I want to buy it, it, but it's 50 bucks. I don't think it's 50 I can bucks. Just, yeah. Well, it's probably not that for real, but that's that's how much it's going for right now. Okay. We just bought 
<laughs> Monopoly Junior for six bucks. So yeah. figure that out. So, okay, so this is what y'all need to do. If you have this game, you need to take a picture and send it to us. Yes. Um, so we can kind of see. I want to know what the little board stuff is. Yeah. Like, I, I want to know what the little characters are, too. <laughs> is it like, I don't know, well, four dogs in one or something? Yeah. <laughs> well, one of, one of the reviews that I was reading about it was saying, hey, you can't really make a lot of money on the game. Okay. And you actually spend more on experiences than things. <laughs> of course. Okay. It's of just, course. Yeah, we could talk about yeah, this forever. It's awesome. awesome. Okay. So um, going back to when we talked about Ann Voskamp's advent calendar, that is actually another thing that we do. So we do um, a bunch of different advent calendars throughout the year. Some are more age appropriate to a certain age and others are that we can do like the Ann Voskamp one. I feel like we can do even up until they're teenagers. Oh, yeah. I think so because the stories are really well written. I mean, mm-hmm. Ann Voskamp is a... A brilliant writer. And she's Canadian too. (laughs) Oh, Canada. (laughs) Well, when the kids were younger, we also did another one called Truth in the Tinsel. Mm -hmm. Now, where did you find this one, Christina? Uh, You know what? I have no idea. I'm sure it was on Facebook or through a blog. Um, So she is a mom out of Atlanta and she is a homeschooling mom. And she really wanted, like her kids loved hands-on things and crafting things. And she was like, I really want to be able to incorporate that aspect but also to teach them about the story of Christmas. Mm. And so she was like, well, why don't I put something out? And so that's what she did. So you can buy it. We will have it in our show notes again. And it's basically a PDF file that you just download and then you look at and it is a daily craft that has like, it's really easy. Like you're making different ornaments to go along with the story. And in the end, you'll have like 24 different ornaments, homemade ornaments that you can put on your tree. Yeah, so unlike Ann Voskamp's right. where everything comes together, exactly. this one's a PDF. So we'll we'll link to her site where you can purchase one of them. And recently she actually put out a Lego one as well. Oh, really? So if your child is like our son who doesn't love to craft in that way, um, you can make different ornaments using Lego. Uh, okay, so this is because Lego puts out an advent calendar, yes. which we've bought our kids before yes, too. So this have. is not from no, Lego? No, it's not. And I like you can just use the Lego bricks that you have. Oh, that's And cool. like, you know, I don't know, make a little oh, Christmas tree out of it or maybe even like make a little cross or something and that you can have that for 24 days. Wow, that's incredible. A great idea, right? Yeah, it really is. The wait is over. Find out what happens in the thrilling conclusion of the 12th Dead Sea Squirrels book, Babylon Breakout. Hi, I'm Mike Naraki, co-creator of VeggieTales, voice of Larry the Cucumber, and author of The Dead Sea Squirrels. Get ready for more daring rescues and hilarious jokes as Merle and Pearl and their animal friends embark on a ridiculous mission to bust the kidnapped Gomez family out of Babylon, a Bible-themed amusement park with talking animals. Young readers will love the nutty misadventures of 10-year-old Michael and his friends and will learn all about biblical life lessons such as forgiveness and friendship. Read all 12 Dead Sea Squirrels books. Available wherever books are sold. Mm-hmm. It really is. Another one when our children were much younger uh, and and we also had a lot more time <laughs> slash energy. energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, Christina, you'd actually create a calendar of things to do, see, create, and serve mm-hmm. to enjoy the Christmas season, right? Yeah. So every single day was something. And it was either making a craft or we went, you know, one night I remember we changed into our BJs and made hot chocolate and we uh, put the kids in the car and put Christmas music on and we drove around the neighborhoods to look at the Christmas lights. Um, <laughs> another one is like we went to go see Santa. Another one was uh, we took uh, toys and donated them to the local shelter, those kind of things. So I feel like, I mean, we really, really enjoyed it. However, it was a lot, guys. I'm not going to lie. There were times where I was just really tired, but I was like, I feel like I need to cross this off my list. (laughs) This little achiever. (laughs) And I just feel like I'm like, I need to give my kids this experience. But at the same time, I was like, oh, we're so busy. So Mm. there was a little bit of burnout and mixed up with guilt and like wanting our kids to be excited about Christmas. It got a little messy. Yeah. So even as we're talking about all the different things you can do or different unconventional Christmas traditions, Mm -hmm. uh, we hope that you don't do all of them (laughs) on top of everything that you're doing right now. Hopefully we're giving you ideas that you can try. Maybe this year uh, you could do one or two of them and next year you can do another. But but uh, the whole the whole point of this, right, even as we are doing the advent calendar and as we are doing the December 1st boxes, I mean, part of it is to purposely slow down mm-hmm, and to exactly. remember why Christmas is coming, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, if, if we get so busy checking things off the list and doing these advent calendars and, and it's all about the task rather than the meaning behind it, it kind of loses its purpose. Completely. So we have created for y'all a free advent printable calendar of 12, now get this, 12 simple, meaningful, and unbusy ideas to enjoy family time together. Because mm-hmm. if we were putting it together, we're like, well, what can we do that would add to the family time, not take away? What could we make to be able to help people like slow down and also not have to spend any more money? Those things that you have in your house, those things that you probably have laying around, it's just quality time together. That's what we put together. That's good. So pick and choose the ones that your family want, or you can have, you know, a 12 days of Christmas sort of thing. Uh, It's totally up to you. But this unbusy advent calendar, we actually called it presents over presents. Ooh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're on our email list, we'll send that straight to you first. Exactly. And if you're not on our email list, and you could just go to inbetween.org slash episode 45, and there'll be a link for you to download it for free. So we've talked about number one, December 1st boxes. We've then talked about advent calendars. So what's number three, Christina? Well, it is celebrate Christmas after Christmas. Oh, what do you mean? We travel around Christmas yeah. because we have family in Canada. And I think a lot of people do travel around Christmas. But also when you come back, I think it's great to be able to celebrate Christmas with those that you love that are not necessarily family, that are mm. friends. So we always host a post-Christmas party for our friends just to kind of get together and to still eat yummy food. And also, let's be honest, guys, uh, we feel very blessed to have family to go to and that we enjoy and love. Not everybody 
has that. Mm -hmm. Um, We experience that in Thanksgiving as well. It's just like some people, they just can't travel. They don't have the means to, or, you know, family is sick or whatnot. Holidays can be really lonely, guys. It really, really can. Um, And so I feel like this is a way to, to continue to celebrate and continue to foster relationships and community. Yeah. So this is like a used gift exchange. Right. Where you can bring (laughs) someone used from your house, wrap it up. Maybe it's a time to recycle presents uh, and you can play Dirty Santa with it. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's always entertaining to see what people can conjure up from their homes. Yeah. What was that? What was that squirrel present? (laughs) (laughs) So one of our friends actually brought, um, it, it was new in package. It was underwear for a squirrel. Like tiny, tiny oh, underwear. It wasn't adult underwear With that squirrel had squirrels on it. On it. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I think yeah, that'd be really right. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like tiny, <laughs> tiny underwear that I don't know if you happen to have a pet squirrel. <laughs> oh my goodness. I remember this was like 15 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. I saw this YouTube video of a squirrel that was drunk. Oh, because you it ate that? the pumpkin, yeah, right? It the rotten pumpkin. fermented pumpkin. Yes. And it tried to climb up the tree oh and it, could, it just kept on flopping back. I'll have to find that YouTube video to put in our show notes. Yeah, that's but that probably the be, only way yes, that you could put underwear say, on a now, squirrel, right? imagine how funny that would be if that squirrel was wearing underwear. Oh, man. It'd be the next viral <laughs> YouTube say, video. Exactly. <laughs> There you go. So what's even funnier is that uh, while we were playing the game, the guy was like, I really want that present back. So he stole... <laughs> you he know, stole the I squirrel don't underwear remember, back and took it home. He's like, I this was a bad idea. I want this back. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So think about ways that you can, you know, it's it's one of the ways that you can continue Christmas mm-hmm. going forward because it's always a little sad to take your lights down it and, is, and to yeah. get back into the normal swing right, of things. And eat like normal boring food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or like leftovers of leftovers. Nobody wants that. Yeah. So which, continue with the celebration. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a great idea when you think about leftovers. Uh, when you buy your turkey, mm-hmm. try to buy a couple more. And right. if you have the deep freezer space, then uh, stick it in there because it's so cheap. It is like 45 <laughs> cents, I think, money. per yeah. pound or something. Yeah, that's another. That is a money-saving hack yeah. free for you. There you go. There you go. All right. So number four, stocking stuffer themes. Mm-hmm. So we, because like we said, we travel, we always choose our stocking stuffers to be things that the kids can use while they travel. So whether it be games or toys or sweet treats um, and like little books, like our kids love Sudoku and crosswords and, you know, all of those things so we buy like we go to the dollar store and buy those mm. little travel ones yeah, um, get them new like pencil crayons and pencils and um, we do all that for their stockings yeah these days though it seems like they're growing a little bit out of that right like right. well no they, I they think want they, they want like the usborn sticker ones or oh they want, yeah they want like more advanced ones than the target dollar section oh for sure i mean you know what your kids like so whatever they enjoy um get that but i love daniel what you've implemented into our family and i think it's just a reflection of <laughs> how much you love gifts too maybe <laughs> true. so oh, what man. what do you do this takes a little bit more effort uh, but it's really fun okay uh, it's funny. It's actually, I don't know. I, I didn't realize we were going to be talking about this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's Surprise! okay. So I love presents. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually love words of affirmation more, but I love presents. 
And, you know, when you think about for us, actually, this is kind of why it came about. Oh, okay. Because we're, we, I mean, as adults, it's like, what do you want for Christmas? Well, you just buy what you want for Christmas kind of thing, right? right? It's it's hard to surprise each other, especially because we have the same credit cards, same bank accounts exactly. and all that stuff. Exactly, same Amazon both, account. Yeah, and we both check it, right? Yep. So there's a little bit of, you know, there's not as much fun mm-hmm. when it comes to, hey, here is your present. Right. Especially because a lot of times we'll pull our presents together. To get something else yeah. like, hey, we need a new dishwasher. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so because I like surprises, you know, we were like, okay, let's give each other $20 in cash or $30 in cash and just mm-hmm. get whatever stocking stuffers. And that, because you're paying in cash, the other person no- doesn't know what it is. Right. So instead of all of it just being in the stocking, I was like, hey, what if we wrapped every single one of them? Mm-hmm. So then it's like, instead of just opening up the stocking and you're and like, like pouring oh, it yeah, out, oh, it's done. <laughs> you get to open up the presents. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And our and our kids have loved that. And we actually like go around in a circle and like everybody opens up one present we watch. And we yeah. Because do it like I feel like you savor it that way. Yeah. Otherwise, it's everyone just opens it all Every at man once for and himself. it's done. It's, it's like just, two minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then if I feel like jealousy happens and it's like, oh, you got that. I didn't get that. And yeah. Right. We can kind of appreciate it when, when we all go one at a time. Completely. So another um, thing that you can do with the wrapping paper, and I heard a friend does this, is they stuff wrapping paper in the toe of the stocking. So they don't wrap the stocking presents, but they put um, a certain kind of wrapping paper in the toe. And so when you pull out that wrapping paper, it actually matches the presents uh, that are under the tree. Oh. So they don't put the name tags on the presents. You oh, just know like you have the reindeer. Wow. So you like look at all the reindeer ones and you have that one. And like, that oh, you got the Santa brilliant. one. All the because Santa they do ones the shaking yours. and they're like, oh, this one's yeah, mine, that one's yours. Exactly. Yeah, So I thought that was really cute. I really liked that. I think as the wrappers of the presents, yes. I think we being the wrapperer of yeah. the present, I don't even know if that's a word, wrapperer. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. If I was a kid and I didn't know, I was like, well, look at all these presents and I had no idea whose was whose, I think I'd be a little sad. But maybe that's just because I like presents. <laughs> well, I think then you would know eventually. It's I guess just you so. have to, the anticipation. Yeah. It's and true. there you go. You can teach your kids how to wait as well, right? <laughs> Delayed gratification. Yeah, precisely. Well, hey, hey, here's the thing it was a short episode today because we don't want to take more of your time than we need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're incredibly grateful that we're that you tune into the podcast, that we're in your ears, and, and that we can be journeying along with each other this way. But hey, we would love to hear your unconventional. Christmas traditions. Mm-hmm. So make sure to mention us at In Between Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And yeah, tag us. Tag us. Let us know. Take pictures. Tell us what you're going to be doing or th- your favorite Christmas traditions or unconventional ones. And we'd love to share that as well. Right. And just a reminder that we do have that free Avid printable calendar of simple, meaningful, and unbusy ideas to spend family time together. Awesome. So what are we going to be talking about next week, Chris? Well, we are going to be talking about how to have an emotionally healthy Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's well needed around (laughs) here. (laughs) Awesome. So if you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do that and we'll check you out next week. This episode was brought to you in part by the Table Podcast at Dallas Theological Seminary. Listen to rotating hosts discuss issues of God and culture to demonstrate theology's relevance in everyday life. Find it on your podcast app. For videos and more, 
visit dts.edu slash podcast.